0: Everybody has moments of self-doubt. You wonder if you're doing the right thing, if you're doing things the right way. Sometimes you just need to remember who you are. That's what we're talking about next on the Driving with Rob podcast. I'm actually not driving today. I'm actually in the office or my little corner of the basement that I call an office because I haven't been driving a lot lately. I haven't been recording a lot of audio while I was driving because I haven't been driving. haven't been driving all that much. I've been taking short trips and stuff, but I started one that I never got to finish called Remember Who You Are. And one of the reasons that I started this podcast was I knew that I wanted to do a podcast or do something like this. Whether or not I get a lot of listeners, but I would still like to get as many listeners as I can, as many subscribers as I can. So if you would do me a favor, if you are listening to the podcast and you're listening on a regular basis, share it on your social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or wherever it is, you share stuff. If you would just share it on your social media and tell other people, I listen to this podcast and I think you should too. I would appreciate it because I would like to get as many subscribers as I can because you know, I like talking to people, and I like to interact with people. And if you would like to contact me, I actually do have an email for the podcast now. It's called drivingwithrob one at yahoo.com. It's drivingwithrob Rob, the number one, no dots, no spaces, no dashes, no caps, the number one at yahoo.com. And if you would like to contact me, you can send me a message on that email, and and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But anyway, remembering who you are. One of the reasons that I left a fairly good paying, fairly good benefit full-time job that I was working was I got to thinking more and more about who I am and started recognizing my own value. I saw a meme somebody posted one time that said, once you realize your own worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. And that just kind of stuck with me. Because you get to a point where you realize that people don't really appreciate you like they should. Sometimes they do. I mean, sometimes you may have a, a great job, may work for a great company, have great personal relationships, and everybody uh, treats you like like you're an intelligent person and, and that you're a worthwhile human being. But a lot of times they really don't. People don't realize what you're actually worth. And sometimes it helps for just your own personal self-esteem to stop and think, maybe I am too good for this job. Maybe I am worth more than they're paying me. Maybe I do deserve more respect than I'm getting. And you start taking steps to, to try to remind people who you are. But the first thing you need to do is remind yourself who you are. I had a good friend whose uh, daughter took a job that was so far beneath her. She was way too smart for this job and way too talented for this job. And it was a hard physical job. And it didn't take her long to realize that this wasn't the job for her. That she was just wasting her time spinning her wheels in this job. And she needed to get out. So it it didn't take her long. She got out pretty quick. I had a job many years ago. I worked for that place for... This was one of the shortest jobs uh, or shortest uh, careers I ever had. I worked for a company for about eight weeks. And it was one of those jobs, and I'm sure you've had these kind of jobs too, where you realized that you were the smartest person in the room in pretty much every situation. Every meeting you went to, every discussion you had with your boss, you realized that you should be running the place that these people really don't know what they're doing. And I'm really, really selling myself short. And I really took this job too cheap. And I ended up working there about eight weeks. And the the final straw, the, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, my uh, grandmother passed away. And every other job that I'd ever worked at, you know, they gave you three days of bereavement leave. Five days if it was immediate family like your children, your parents, your spouse, you could leave for five days and they would pay you bereavement leave. Well, I called them and I told them that my grandmother had passed away and I was going to go ahead and take uh, three days of bereavement and I would be back on Wednesday or Thursday. Well, I came back on that Thursday and they called me in the office and they handed me this piece of paper and they said, this is an official written warning for an unexcused absence, and you need to sign it. I said, an unexcused absence? My grandmother passed away. And I called you and told you I was going to take bereavement leave. And they said, yeah, but you haven't been here 90 days. According to the handbook, you're not entitled to bereavement leave until you've been here for 90 days. And during my three days of bereavement leave, I'd already been seriously, seriously considering leaving this company because this was just not working out. Because the the job I was doing was really not the job that was sold to me. This was not the job they told me it was going to be. And I was really already not happy. And I could see all the people around me. They weren't really happy either. And I pretty much knew this job wasn't going to work out anyway. And I thought about it on my three days off. So when they handed me this official written warning, because I had taken three days off for my grandmother's funeral, I said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and quit today. I'm not even going to work and notice. Where do I turn my uniforms in? And I left and never looked back and never regretted it for a minute. I regretted taking the job, but I never regretted leaving. But see, I had started to think, this is not who I am. This is not what I'm all about. This is not what I thought this job was going to be all about. I started to remember who I was. And sometimes that's all you really need to do is remember who you are that you have value, that you have skills and talents that you're using in a job or even in a relationship. You're using all the talents that you have. And when you look around you and you can't help but compare yourself to other people, but when you do the comparison to the other people that are in this group, sometimes you need to do an evaluation and remember who you are and say, you know what? I really am too good. I really do deserve better. I deserve more respect. Adios. Sayonara. See you later. I'm out. And you drop the mic and walk away. Now, I'm not saying that that should be your first course of action. But if you're in a situation, whether it's a job or a relationship, or maybe you're a member of an organization or something, and it's just really not working out and you're just really unhappy, and every time you think about it, you start to get stressed out just thinking about it, then maybe you shouldn't be there. Every now and again, it doesn't hurt to do a self-evaluation, to remember who you are and say, you know what, I really shouldn't be here. I really shouldn't be putting up with the stuff I'm putting up with. I really shouldn't be allowing people to treat me this way. I'm better than this. Sometimes you got to know when to say quit. Sometimes you got to know when to just... Turn your back and walk away and say, this is not for me. For my own personal health, for my own mental health, and my own physical health. If I'm this unhappy over you or over this situation, maybe it's time that I need to leave this situation. Now, sometimes when you do the self-evaluation, you also have to evaluate the situation. And you have to decide, is this temporary? Is this a Situation that I can ride out? Is this a situation that I can tough out? And should I? Is there a payoff? Is there a benefit down the road that makes it worth me staying right where I'm at? Is the situation you're in going to get better? Does it have the potential to get better? And you really have to be honest with yourself and say, is this going to get better or is it just going to be more the same from now on? And that was really one of the reasons that I left the job that I left. Um, six, eight months ago. And six or eight months ago, I went back to, to full-time contracting. Those of you who know me uh, know that I'm an electrician and I'm a licensed electrician and I used to do full-time contracting. I have my own business. And then, you know, 2008, the economy went to crap. So I took, a bus- I took a job with a company because, you know, the bill collectors don't go away just because you got laid off. They're still at your door. They're still there with their hand out wanting to get paid. So you do what you have to do. Sometimes you do just have to suck it up and go ahead and go on and go to work, even though you're in a job where you don't get the respect, you don't get the pay, you don't get the treatment that you really should be getting. Sometimes you do what you have to do. But other times you just need to remember who you are. And this also applies to your spiritual life. I have talked to other Christian friends, and I think a lot of uh, my Christian friends have what you could call a spiritual spiritual revival, spiritual reawakening. When you're in your late teens, early 20s, you go out and you get a little wild and you get a little crazy and you're doing your own thing. And, you know, and you uh, you get out and, and you just start living life and enjoying life. And, you know, it's the last hoorah before you have to settle down and be a grown up. And you get away from the way that you were raised. And it really happens to a lot of Christians, and it happened to me. And one night after a lot of wild partying, the only way I can describe it is the Lord spoke to me and said, this is not who you are. And it was one of those situations where this wasn't something that I had thought about at all, not even once. I had never dwelt on it. It had never come to me. So I knew it had to come from somewhere else. And I really believe without getting all churchy on you, I really believe that it was the Lord speaking to me and reminding me, this is not who you are. You weren't raised this way. Your parents didn't teach you this way. You have gotten away from who you are. And I began to think about that a lot that night before I went to bed. I was in bed. I just couldn't sleep. And the reason I couldn't sleep is because this nagging thing kept coming back to me. This is not who you are. You were going down a road that you should never have gone down. And it's time to come back to who you are. And again, without getting all churchy on you, I repented. And I stopped partying and stopped getting crazy. Started going to church again. And I actually started being a grown-up. That day. Because what had happened was I was doing things and going places that just wasn't me. That, oh, yeah, it seemed like it was fun at the time. But I started to realize this is not who I was. I had to take a long, hard look at what I was doing and said, this is not me. This is not how I am. So to wrap it up, no matter what you're involved in, no matter what you're doing in your personal life, in your work life, in your church life, in your spiritual life, sometimes it's really beneficial to you to just take a deep breath and remember who you are. And if what you're doing, what you're involved in, the job you have, the relationship you have, if this doesn't match who you are, maybe it's time for a change. Remember who you are. And that's the podcast for today. I hope you liked it. Share it with friends, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. Leave me a nice comment and you can click on subscribe. Uh, Some of the podcast players say subscribe. Some of the podcast players say follow, you know, just click on it. There's no obligation. And in that way, you'll get a notification every time I release a new podcast and it'll just let you know that there's a new one available. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading